Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Ladies and gentlemen, today on An Actor Despairs, we have the incredible, the amazing, the super talented Fiona Glascott. She's an awesome actress. You know her from Fantastic Beasts. We're here to talk about her HBO Max piece, Julia, in which it documents the life of Julia Child, and she's incredible in it as Judith. Fiona's got such an amazing personality and, and is so unique. She grew up in Ireland, moved to the UK, and has been working all around the world. She's a great example of making things happen and moving to countries to be able to pursue her dreams. And I got so much love and respect for her. Fiona, this was amazing, and the best is yet to come. Here it is, guys. Fiona Glasgow, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm really good. I'm even better now talking to you. You know, I love your work and uh, this new piece, oh, Julia. You know, it's it's I, I hadn't known about the real story of, of Julia Child and the influence she had because, you know, culinary arts are something that I, I, I won't lie. I'm, I'm a bit ignorant towards I, I just don't know. And it was it was Me just too. incredible, you know, mm-hmm. and it, you're so good in that. And you've done so much incredible work throughout the years. And I'm, I'm just really so excited to talk to you. How are how are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I'm um, I, I like you didn't don't didn't know much about Julie Child because it's I'm I'm from Ireland and she wasn't really in the business anyway not really we don't really talk about her in Ireland very much we have our own we have Darina Allen which is which, oh. who's still with us obviously she's not, not not around in the 60s she's quite a big culinary person among, among many actually but I'm not really I'm like you I don't really know the people in that world so it's been a real joy learning about Julia Child and of course Judith Jones which yes has been extraordinary to learn about her yeah you're on so job. good I can't believe I didn't know about her Oh, yeah. thank you. She wasn't she an incredible woman, um, it, it, and any, I don't know how I didn't know about her. Sorry, go on. It, any human in the world would be lucky to have an advocate like that for them. You know, as artists, we pray for something like that. You know, because yeah. it so rarely happens. And your character yeah. has this really unique line in episode seven where you say, "TV is the future," and uh, here we are in the future. Here very much are. that's the case, and. I'm super excited to talk to you about Julia, but if it's cool with you, let's go to the very beginning. You grew up in Ireland, right? I did. Yes. Yes. Whereabouts? In in Tipperary, Southeast Ireland. Southeast Ireland. How how was that experience? Very Irish. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, great. You know, very sort of normal Irish upbringing in a small town and, you know, like everybody, school, family extracurricular activities one of some of which actually were um acting my my mother is very still very involved with the local amateur theater group which is where i started to see so your parents are artists uh, yes amateur artists yeah but um, but very talented and very 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 interested in it uh, always have been amazing yeah. so you know as yeah. as you were growing up where you're was your family, you know, not only were you going to see them and things, but were they also curating, you know, things that you were watching or reading perhaps? Not really what I was watching or, or, you know, they sort of let us just get on with what we wanted to do. But it was, 
they always talked, like my mother always talked about plays or was always learning lines when she was making the dinner or reading plays or, you know, it's, it's a big, it's a community theatre. So it's, it's, it's a really sort of important social part wow. of her life and, and other family members and everybody. It's a small town, so everybody would know each other. And my dad was involved in the musical theatre society. So it was a big, it was a big part of our lives. Um, but she never suggested, oh, you should watch this or you should do whatever. But I was around the theatre um, from a very young age and I, I, I just found it really exciting. I found it's, it's in this old brewery. It's actually called Brewery Lane Theatre. And it's it, still there? Uh, yeah, they're still doing plays. Wow. Yeah, and she, di- she directs there. Um, no way. Yeah, Let's yeah, go do one. I'm, I'm dying Let's to go to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, Come for real. To Ireland. They yeah. would love it. They yeah. would love it. She, um, she, she doesn't direct as much now, but what she tends to do at the moment is um, she's a voracious reader and loves mm. plays. And so she finds plays and suggests them for other people to do. And, you know, she just loves it, loves it. They, they all do. They're really so a fascinating yeah, in, bunch of people. The, she focuses on doing new work for the theatre? It's not really new work. It's just okay. the, the, the work that would suit... I think in a community theatre, I mean, I, I can't speak exactly to what happens because I'm not a part of it, but hearing her and other people, you know, finding someone to direct it and then looking at the, the group of people that you have, you want to get plays that can involve everyone at different times or maybe you have a couple of actors who are very strong that you want to get a play that they want to do. So I think it's, it's you know, looking over... She's She's been reading playwrights for years and years and watching plays and wow. new plays, old plays. So, you know, whatever, whatever, just bringing them along and suggesting what she thinks might work for people or what, or also what the, the, the town might like to see, you know, yeah. what they've seen recently, something new, maybe one of the classics, you know, not necessarily all Irish either. You know, a lot of, um, a lot of British ones. She did, um, she directed the importance of being earnest a few years ago and it was pretty, pretty fabulous. I must oh, say. Man. Yeah, What's your mom's name? Lovely. Roseanne. Roseanne. Shout out to Roseanne. Yeah. I, I, I got to come to that theater. I'd love to check that out. It's, it's beautiful, I have to tell you. And it's got one of the things about it when I was little was uh, the smell. And I don't know if it's because actually. Oh, like the hops it's an, from the beer? It's or? an old brewery. Yeah. But at the same then when I became an actress myself, there's a certain kind of old theater smell in the old theaters in Dublin and in London I haven't worked on stage in in New York it's probably the same thing and and it's part of the allure it's part of the it's part of the thing where you go oh okay I know what this is you know it's a nice it's a really nice feeling it's just a nice sort of sense you have around you that's a don't know if you've you've felt that if you feel that too it's sort of oh for for sure it gets me from all like visual, emotional, sensory you know, overload, sensory overload. Uh, yeah. yeah. But in a really nice way, in a great way. So as yeah. you were growing up with your friends, you know, I'm a bit curious if you could, uh, you know, you talked about a very Irish growing up experience because, you know, I, I talked to a lot of UK artists and, you know, there's so many different young theater troops there or in school, there's like weekends, you know, troops like for you, as you were growing up, what was your experience to getting to the moment of discovering acting and kind of starting to, you know, I mean this in the literal sense, like play and have fun with it? Yeah. Um, 
in Ireland, we don't have um, there's the, in, in, in England, you can do a drama course as part of your finishing exams and things like that as part of wow. school. We don't have that, but we'd have, um, you know, school plays or we, you know, initially, of course, it's the nativity. Everybody, every child. Oh, Irish Catholic. Yeah, you know. of course. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, so, so then I would have been. I don't think I ever made it to being Mary, which probably really annoyed me at the time. But I, can't remember. <laughs> but I, I think I was, I think I was an angel. I may have been the donkey. I don't know. I can't quite remember. Wow. But that would have been. But because my mother's always been, I've always been around a theatre, um, and I, I love reading. Particularly when I was younger, I just I wanted to read all the time, and I always think. If you that, don't mind me asking, like, what was it? American literature? Was it British Irish literature? Like, where? Where was it coming from? It was it was anything. It was it, anything sort of age appropriate, of which there are so many. You know, yeah. you know, from the from I I suppose from nine upwards. You know, I was reading before nine, but really going into novels. I know Anne of Green Gables was one of the huge uh, book that I was obsessed with. Anything anything with a little girl, you know, and and I loved you know anything like all the Enid Blyton book uh, Enid Blyton books about um um chalet school Mallory Towers you know all those sort of girls together off in boarding school I'd sort of read anything um that had a little girl in it and and it used to um well it just sort of fired off my imagination because you know reading obviously Anne of Green Gables is is not set in Ireland and and those books are not set in Ireland so it just sort of opened up the world but I think I think mainly what it did is is it's I enjoyed all the different characters. I, I enjoyed, yeah. um, you know, playing them out of my mind and I'd read them out loud and I'd really get into it. And I think that that coupled with being around a stage and being part of that part of my life is what got me into it. Because I remember very at, at 10 or 11 saying, this is what I'm going to do. Wow. And I was completely sure um, and I think that, well, I know that I'm actually grateful for that because I know a lot of people who, um, don't know what, you know, don't know yeah. what they want to do. And, and yeah. it's, it's hard to work out what you want to do. So, you know, you might pick a job as a, that you really want to be an actor from 11, but at least you've got a goal, you know, at least yeah. you know where you want some people go, well, that's crazy. You know, but it's not crazy because, you know, you've got a goal and you go for it and if, you know, hard work, obviously talent has to be there. Um, but, um, yeah, that's kind of where it sort of began for me. Yeah. Although my parents were very much, I did do, um, little bits and pieces, but I didn't really, my parents were, were interested in me doing well in school and concentrating on that and finishing school. They weren't interested in me sort of doing loads of plays in the local group or, musicals or anything like that because they were just like you know you need to concentrate but I was still around the theater a lot they were very supportive of so they they were receptive to the idea hugely 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 but they were like you know you've got to finish you've got to finish school you know obviously finish school but you've got to try and try and do well you know what was there something that you performed in something you read like what was the moment of activation do you mean, what do you mean by activation? The moment that I went, this is what I'm 
Yeah, exactly. With like usually, you know, sometimes it's a play someone did or, you know, a short film he took play, like, you know, the moment or a movie you watch and you're like, this is it for me. That that electric feeling of like, you know, like I, I know the premonition moment of like, this is it. I don't remember a particular moment, to be honest. I just okay. was sure <laughs> that I wanted to do this. I didn't have a particular one. What, and so then maybe are, I was too young. I don't remember the, the moment where I went, this is what I want to do. But I just knew from a very young age that I did. Okay. So there was, there was always kind of a hinting inclination and then eventually just kind of, okay, this means that I, I want to be doing this. Yeah. Before I wanted to do this, I wanted to be a synchronized swimmer. <laughs> Talk to me about that. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, all, I've, I've always been so curious how someone, and in a lot of different, like, you know, of the, the quirky Olympics, like where yeah. did that come from? I think it's from watching those really old movies, you know, mm. with the, the women with those, they had the hats and the flowers yeah. on and the, and the mirrored back of the stage. And I just thought they were incredible. And I thought it's so hard, you know, so incredibly difficult and beautiful looking. And how do they, how do they do that? And how do they always, they do the, you know, come back up smiling. You know, I was yeah. like, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's hard work. And that's also performance. Um, but then I went, no, I want to be an actress. But yeah, just be synchronized swimmer. And, and maybe uh, I will be still. Yeah. Hey, and there might, there hey, might be a film. Never say never. Um, you know? You know, so when, you know, Americans discover that, there's like, you know, now it's changing a bit with Atlanta, but there's two places that we know we have to go. It's either New York or LA. And for you being in Ireland, like, what did, you know, when you're like, okay, I want to do this, what did you see as the steps? Like, did you want to get involved in Irish theater? Did you want to get involved in Irish film? Was the dream to go to London and do the West End and do the BBC shows? Like, what, what was like kind of your idea of how to, how to start getting into the industry? I always wanted to go to London. London to me okay. was where you went to be on the stage and you know the tv shows and movies and but i knew practically i needed to go to dublin i didn't think london was just it just wasn't something that was available to me after school and my parents were great they basically the the they said well why don't you audition for a drama school in ireland and i did um and then for a couple or just one I know for two, I went for the Gaiety School of Acting okay. and I went for Trinity College and I got into Trinity College. Speaking um, of normal people. <laughs> why? That's the college oh, yeah. they go to. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. And Sally um, Rooney, I believe, went there as well. Oh, wow. God, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and that was it, really. And I went to Dublin and um, uh, uh, did that. And that meant then that I was in the city because there just just really wasn't there was actually there is a professional company in in waterford theater company um but there wasn't really anything else professional around where i was living so i knew i had to sort of go there to get my way to london and so i went to dublin i did that and i was how many years was the program sorry to interrupt that's all right it was two years okay and then i um and then I was pretty lucky. I started working in the Abbey and the um, 
and the gate and doing some TV. And it was great because it, I, I was able to build up a CV and learn my craft um, doing little jobs because lots of uh, films were coming to Ireland and they were filming and they were already, the, the main parts were already cast before they got to Ireland, but there were lots of character roles or little roles or just little things, you know, to, to, to sort of learn because you don't really learn, do you, what it's like on a film set until you're actually no. on one. Yeah, and it takes time. Fire. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's, 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 I was lucky. I, I, you know, I did bits and pieces and, and sort of learned what it was like on there and work things out like that um and then I I still had in my I had in my head the whole time that I wanted to go to London and and I did I was doing a play in the Abbey and we were gonna go on tour and I just went before I go on the tour of this play there was a there was a there was a there was a gap there was a month or two or something like that I think that, that I think I'm remembering this right and then I went right I'm gonna go over um, and I went over and I met agents and, um, in, in, when you say go over, you went to London. I mean, yeah, I went over to yeah. London and I met okay. some people and I met some agents and then, and then I, one of them, uh, took me on and then I came back and I did this tour of the Abbey and then I, I just went to London wow. <laughs> and yeah. And classic, there. like single bag, like ready to, oh, that's wide it. Eye. yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Well, Wow! Yeah. That, you know, so many movies being made out of it. But luckily, because I I had I did have a CV and I did um, the plays I've been doing. I was lucky were were great roles in plays. So I had some re- I reviews. You know, I was like, Amazing. so far I feel like I'm like it's the 1930s and I arrived in Hollywood going look and the look <laughs> papers that I was like this. Uh, that's <laughs> not what I mean at all. I um. But I but I went over and then it just it just meant that I did have a little bit of a springboard for my agent to sort of get me into rooms. Um, and then that's what happened. And then I was really lucky then at, at, in London. I got a, a, a play um, called Hitchcock Blonde um, pretty quickly. And uh, that was in the Royal Court and that went to the West End. And Which that is a really, huge thing. to The Royal Court in and of itself is like yeah. such a... Such a that must have felt incredible to have moved yeah, and was, to get something yeah. so so wonderful. Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was a great play and it was a great part. And then to go to the West End, that was that was really that on was your, great. on your first UK job? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I'd done I had done maybe a little TV stuffs and all that, but my first play over there, yeah, it was very, very lucky. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um and and then I uh, I, I, I then I kind of got a lot of work for years from that play because it has yeah. been so many people had seen it. And that's the thing, isn't it? That you, you need people to see your work. You I know? almost feel like in, in, especially, you know, with the Brits and the West end more so than you hear on Broadway, you know, when, when people go, I mean, it's, you're so respected as a talent for getting there. And you're, you're, you're not the first guest that's told me that that's kind of like, open the floodgates so to speak so wow really yeah so so while you were doing it did you have an idea of the people that were coming or were you not even thinking about that were you just thinking about i got to do a good performance 
Um, I was thinking about the performance, but it was very exciting, you know, because also people come backstage and, yeah. you know, you get to meet people and that's, that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, but it was always a, you know, what's the next, what's the next thing, you know? Every actor's but crisis, permanent, it, it permanent is. one. <laughs> it's permanent. Yeah. You've got to, yeah. it's, t- it's tough, but like, you've got to just go. And we all, I think, are guilty of it, of, of just, just being where you are. Yeah. You know, I get mindfulness. Thankfully, it's wonderful that it's such a huge conversation at the moment. And, it, and I hope it continues to be. But like just trying to sort of stay in the moment and be where you are is hard for actors, isn't it? Because we have to audition for other jobs and go for other jobs yeah. and see what's out there. You, you can't just stand still. But it's sort of a, trying to find a, a place where you can do both just tricky um yeah and stamina wise was it a lot on you doing eight shows a week you know in a new country you know really i think you know you get like actors you just get into the you get into the swing of it don't you you know what i mean and i I don't i i like it it's so enjoyable being on stage finding fresh things every night you know having the opportunity to do that yeah. is exciting going into the same venue is oh. not that's yeah. the one thing like yeah. that that repetition is is sort of like i find tricky because it must be part of our upmate um of who we are that we we like the new thing even though we're like oh god what's next sometimes you know it's exciting isn't it and i think maybe we all have that within us that we're sort of oh well what's this what's that so you know that going in every every day to the same place um when it's a theater i i found a bit tricky but then once i'm in there it's great on stage you know especially if it's a comedy yeah you know it's so good for the soul and fun and Keep it light. It doesn't exciting. have to be so dark every night, you know. You know, it's yeah, yeah. and it's great with 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 some of the plays I've done, particularly Hitchcock Blonde, was was both. You know, yeah. it was it was it was a comedy, but it was also a very dramatic piece, and it was very, you know, stylish. It's very stylish and interesting, and the whole thing. Yeah, that was that was that was you know, it was great. And then, um, yeah, and then that, yeah. That that ended, and did you, you know, at that point, did you have an idea of like, you know, because for Americans, it's kind of like, okay, I got to do these, you know, procedural type shows to build some credits to get to bigger shows, and then hopefully do movies. Like, was there a conversation with your reps about I use this very loosely because most actors don't really get to strategize, but sort of to kind of come up with a plan. Like, was there something that you wanted to do, you know? Um, not specifically because of that very thing that you've just said, that it's incredibly difficult to do that in our, in our job. But I've always wanted to, um, it's, it's the thing that we all want, great, great parts, great characters, working with great people in great venues or great, with yeah. great companies or exciting scripts, um, great writing, so wherever that was, was where I was being pulled towards. I definitely wanted to do more filming than theater. Yeah. If I had a choice between the jobs, that and, was, and that was the filming, including only... television. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Absolutely, very open to whatever. Yeah. Not no specific sort of you know, or specific roles or anything. You know, because I wanted to see what what was out there, what was coming up, what was of interest to me, what people were interested in me doing. You know. Um, and I didn't want it to be to, I just, I always felt that if I had a particular goal of a particular movie or, um, or do to be in movies or something, it, it actually narrows down my, my, uh, work. And I don't yeah. want to do that. I want to have it open. I want to see what's, want to know what, you know, I want to be open to anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and just see what that thing is. I mean, something that can be you know, a little tiny script and no money, you know, nothing, but can be just really interesting. That's sometimes fabulous and interesting rather than something that might be really, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's, no, it's hard I, to I, put it into words. It's just, I, I want to be open to, I want it to be open to everything, but I want it to be, the, I suppose the thing is, if you're doing theatre all the time, you're not free to film, If you, particularly if you have to film away from, London, let's say, where yeah. I was doing plays. So that's why I, I wanted to be a bit, a bit freer. So I definitely, we, my, me and my reps went down that road a bit more than, and then did plays when, you know, when the ones came along that I felt were the right things or yeah, and when they and, wanted me and we all wanted each other. Which has happened. Back in, <laughs> back in the, you know, the glory days of being able to actually go into a room and audition, was there a yeah. period there where you were just getting <laughs> to know the, to the, the folk of, of, of casting in the UK and people that worked on the different, you know, networks or different programs and shows and getting to know them? Or did that kind of play allow people to discover you and know your work? Um, well, I suppose I'm still, you know, you're always, it's, it's, you're always still getting to know people and, yeah. and all of that. And, but I, but I suppose I, I was brought in, into the room for things, um, from that and from other TV work I was doing and stuff I'd done before. Um, yeah. And, and then, you know, like getting them, not getting more, you know, like, in, like everybody, like, like it's just part of our job you know you get some you don't get some you get close to a lot that you don't yeah, get yeah. all of that kind of thing it's it's part of the well. business isn't it yeah exactly yeah. we all do yeah yeah and, we all do and you have such a great look because you can totally be in today's world but you also have a period look so were you noticing oh. that you were getting like you know because the uk is you know pretty famous for its costume, you know, aristocracy yeah. dramas was, what was the material that was coming your way? Like, was it a lot of period pieces? Yeah. You know, there actually, that's, there were, there were quite a few things, uh, period stuff. Um, and I, you know, I did like, I did Poirot. That was amazing. Nice. That was a really big one for me actually, because I had always watched it. So it was really exciting. Um, and I, um, and that you know, I did I did a wonder a gorgeous film uh, of uh, called The Jewel um, that was a, a novella of Anton Chekhov and things yeah. like that, and that was wonderful. And I played Nina and the Seagull in Ireland, and I did you know I did sort of lots of things like that. But I, I've been quite lucky to go up for um, modern stuff too and play those roles as well. But I I just love dressing up and putting on accents and yeah. you know being other characters and. So I love things that are set 
and, and know, uh, years ago or set now. I just love playing, you know, and, and working. And as you built those credits up and, you know, you did, I know you did you check off and uh, Indian summers and things like that, as you built yeah. up, you know, these incredible credits was America ever on your mind? Oh yeah, totally. Yes. I mean, I, I, I we all all over the world audition for pilots all the time and other things that came up. Um, and I, you know, came over to LA a lot. So I used to, you know, come over in, in pilot season or just, just doesn't really so you had anymore, reps does it? here. Yeah. Different reps here wow, and, awesome. you know, audition for things and always, but always from when I started actually, but I think all of us really over there, you know, we get to audition for all of those roles, especially when, if you've got the, you know, if you're, if you were an actor who's got representation that, you know, can, you can get those that that's always a part of, that's always been a part of my life as an actor and, yeah. and all of everyone I know is an actor. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. And then I suppose episodes happened and that wasn't shot in America, but that was um, that was in America. Wait, it was so not shot in America. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was shot in London. Yeah. No way. I did not know think, that. Yeah, yeah. We shot. It was shot in London. I think maybe one week a season was shot in LA for the out for those you know obvious LA shots. Maybe one year it was three weeks, but I unfortunately never got to go, which was a real shame. Mm. That would have been that would have been fun. But um, yeah, that was shot in in London. Yeah. And what was that experience like, Matt LeBlanc? I mean, did, were you a Friends fan? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I was wow. a huge Friends fan. I was just, yeah, it was, it was amazing, you know. Um, he's such a nice man. Yeah, and I get really, that vibe. Oh, he's so nice. And he was, and I was like that, you know, I, I'm, you know, read-throughs are generally nerve-wracking. Yeah. But that has to be the one that I was most terrified about um because it was just crazy it was there was this huge room with an even bigger table and it was after just, having the was, part or before you had the part no i had the part okay, yeah but wow. i find read-throughs read-throughs are I, I enjoy them now but for a long time i found them very stressful you know yeah. but now i now i love them because they're well, because I understand what they're for, whereas before we were just so scared of making oh, getting it wrong, you know. Yeah. Whereas now, you you know, I know what they're for, and every everyone's nervous anyway, which is healthy and and, totally. and a good thing to talk about. And um, but yeah, so that was a really scary one, but it was great. And were you used to that American style of comedy? Did you feel comfortable doing that? You know, because I think comedy can be honestly harder than anything else yeah i agree with you um i I, I was such a huge fan of friends and frazier and cheers and all of those different shows that uh, so you knew the classics well no i yes i'd studied the the american (laughs) classics let me say the american classics yeah Yeah, they are they are american classics so it was I, i sort of have been doing that style of <laughs> to myself in my bedroom for years you know yeah. and and the thing is with all the you know with all the auditioning and reading scripts and auditioning for comedies you get um all of that is 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 like a rehearsal for when you yeah. get one of the jobs really 
because we all just read so many scripts and we all audition for so many things. And, and especially when you're getting close to stuff, like, you, you know, it's, a, it's, you sort of, you know, you're on the right track. And so you're, you're constantly working really when you're auditioning, yeah. I think. And then unless it's something completely out of that I've never seen before, um, you're always working at it. But then of course, you've got great directors to work and you've got great people to work opposite. And yeah. with those, you know, um, it's, it, it just becomes what the job is, which is, which is work and yeah. hopefully fun work. And you get directed and you work opposite each other and you're, you, and you, and you've got, and, and, you know, I, like, I, like I've said in, in a few things I've talked about, about, it's all about the writing. It's all in the writing. If it's in the writing, I think, I don't know how you feel, but I no, think if it's in the, the writing, then you're, you're, you're already up here, yeah. you know, and because you, then your, your job is to interpret the writing and then you've got directors to do that with you and you're all together in it. And then you're in a much safer place. God, that was a long sentence, wasn't it? Woo! No, it was great. Sorry, I loved sorry. it. It was, it was very quite, astute. Couldn't quite get it into it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It was beautiful. Um, when episodes came out, you know, that was such a huge show because, you know, Matt's got such a devote following. And so, oh, yeah. you know, as you, as you kind of blew up in, in American eyes, like, did, was there ever a moment of thinking about moving here full time and doing more yeah. work? Yeah, definitely. I definitely considered it quite a few times, you know. Um, but the reality of doing that for someone who isn't American, it's just not as easy. You know, you, yeah. you need you need you need a visa. But then to get a visa, you need either need the job, which was great. I didn't mind where, you know, where the job was or a studio to back you. I don't even know if studios do that anymore. So, you know, then, you know, it's, it's a to, to just move which I know a lot of people who have and they've, you know, loved it, you know, good or bad. It's you get three months, months, right. If you just move, isn't well, it? you get three, well, you you can go in on a, a visitor's um, visa, which I, which yeah. I did do for three yeah. months at a time, a couple of times or, you know, but you can't work and, unless yeah. you have a, a visa, of course. And rightly so. Um, but um, you know, to, to actually, go through the whole of that process and move there. I didn't without going for a job, let's say, yeah. you know, then I didn't want to knock out um, potential theater for me in London, you know, other, other roles that I could be doing to go and audition for, let's say even a whole year for things in LA I know you. I can go back, obviously, yeah. but to actually do a huge move, I didn't really feel like when I, with no job to go to, I didn't really feel like that was the best thing for me and my career. Was Brooklyn? Uh, was that an American project or was that a, a UK project? That's a really good question. Um, Brooklyn was, I think, it was both. Um, that was an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you and so many titans in that. I mean, what it? Oh my an god! Experience. Your, yeah, what, what an experience! And that like, was like right before she was shot out of the cannon, right? You know, like that was like there was like the next film is the one that just 
Oh, a comet after that, you know? Uh, Saoirse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, this was, she was nominated for an Oscar for, for uh, Brooklyn and she was, she'd already been nominated for an Oscar. I mean, she's, she's incredible and she just keeps getting better and better. Um, And to, to be able to work with her and Jane Brennan around that table and uh, John Crowley, the director. I mean, it was just, it was, it was genuinely an absolute joy. And it it elevates your game being with, you know, people that are inspiring and great, you know, when you get a chance to work with good writing, good actors and a great director, it's, it's, I mean, that's all we want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you, yeah, exactly. It never gets better than that. And, and between that and episodes at this point, I imagine you had quite a bit of agency pun intended of like being able to choose what you wanted to do and, around 2015 is kind of, you know, Netflix, maybe it was 2013 for Netflix, but the other ones, the streaming wars began and, you know, all this different content and for Netflix, regional content, you know, what was interesting to you with what you wanted to do at that point? Um, you know, I you know, it's, it's, it never, has really deviated from what I originally wanted. But what I did want was a show like Julia, which is wonderful. I wanted to, uh, I, because I, I love working and I love working on something for a long time. And, you know, sometimes, especially unless you're doing play, obviously doing for a long time, but sometimes when you do a film, um, it might be like in like Rose in Brooklyn and a wonderful part with great people. Um, and it does really well and it's, it's all fabulous and it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so proud to be part of that. Um, but the actual going to work days are, are less. So I, I love going to work. I love yeah. working. I love, you know, like all of us. So I, and, and, you know, films, even, even to do like a need in movies, which I've done, you know, you do your five weeks and it's great. It's wonderful. And you've got your prep and you've got, you know, your five weeks and then you've got your, then you, and then you're done. But I want, I just really wanted to just go to work every day <laughs> or every week for a long period of time. So I wanted to do um, a show and really, and what I mean by going to work all the time for a long time is, is get a, an opportunity to, develop a character yeah. over time and work on them and and how they would be in different situations and that of course makes a rounded human being but you can you play rounded because you want to you want to play a real person you want to play you know characters yeah. so but you, you know obviously depending on what the film tv show whatever is about you only you only see someone at a certain moment in their life and that's what we want to see that's perfect but the the alluring thing for me about doing a TV show and having week after week after week is that you do get to investigate all these different yeah. areas of their lives, even in just little moments, even in phone calls or little looks or conversations or meeting someone new. And I find that really exciting. And that's what I that's what I really wanted and i got that um with indian summer is definitely yeah. with that character which henry I lloyd hughes is a friend great guy oh 
yeah. He's great, isn't he? Yeah, such a great guy. So great. He's, we had such a good time. Oh, my God. Oh, it's I, great. Oh, and, it's so much fun. And I'm, I'm curious because, obviously, you know, it's such a titanic of a world to enter to. When, when Fantastic Beasts came your way, was there oh, – yeah. Was, was that an obvious yes or was there some oh. thought about it? Because that, you know, you're going into that $300 million, you know, machine of a studio, you know, was – talk to me about the decision to do that. Was that in, a good time in your life or was that overwhelming, you know? No, no, I just jumped on it. I mean, yeah. it was so exciting. Um, do you want to go in and meet David Yates um, to play Professor McGonagall? I was like, yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> I do. Yeah. And he was really nice. And we just had a really nice conversation. And um, and then I was getting fitted for a wig a few months later, wow. which we called Maggie after the great Maggie Smith. The best. Which is so incredible. Which is the best, but that's yeah. But this is you know. I mean, it's 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 that role. I I just I hope they do more, and I hope I have more to do in it because that character is you will so much uh, fun and just it's so exciting, Brian. You know, to be working on something like that, such a big, big like yeah, what physically is that? big studio. What does that feel like? With, Go, going on to something like that is, you know, no shortage of money and, you know, technology. Yeah. And like, what does that feel like to walk on a set that big? Is it just, is it, is it intoxicating in the best sense of that term? I, it was for me, it was very exciting. I suppose, you know, because every, I, I obviously was very nervous. I was terrified, you know, yeah. and, and, but I always, the minute I step onto a set, you know, no matter how big or small it is, it's it's a set and I relax because I've been doing it for years and it's where yeah. I'm very comfortable. And when it comes down to it, you you go in, you do your, you get your makeup, your hair done, you do your preparations beforehand, you do your work, yeah. you go in and then you go and you rehearse and and it's the same as with it's just when it comes down to to it it's just you talking to someone else in a scene getting directed doing it again and and it's something that and you sort of you don't think about the fact that it's 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 you know that what it is because you're just you're at work and it's great you know is it is it tough with the the composites and then you know because so much of it is there's a lot of green screen involved or had you done work like that before I, I I didn't have that much green screen things to do. I mean, it's like every big movie you shoot. I shot quite a bit this for this last film, and then they they edit it, and then and you're yeah. in the bits that you're in. You know, um, I had a little bit of green screen, which was just like I just find it really exciting. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's so exciting. Yeah. It's so, and I love I love new things, and I like you know I really enjoy new. Um, challenges and yeah. you know it's i i really enjoyed the fact that well you know here you've got it there's there's, there's a scene that we myself and jude did that it's and that i just think it's in the movie and but you know i had to do some green screen stuff and they had to map out on the floor with the white line where i needed to go and i went off it a couple of times and they brought me over and they said look if you go off it and i just looked at myself on their computer walking through a wall and i was like wow, oh man like, 
insane. This is so strange. It's so because they they the, the technology is so it's like it's mind blowing. It's insane. They're watching. They're watching as I'm just standing in front of a green screen, walking on a piece of white tape on their screen. They're watching me the in world. the room. Yeah, they're watching the world, and yeah. I didn't know that's how. I didn't know that's how it happened on the day. I just presumed it was all done later. Of course, it is, and it's finessed, but. To actually have something on the day when you're doing it, I just thought it was extraordinary. It's wow. just so that that whole side is I find fascinating and really exciting. And um it's such a huge honor to get to play that character. Yeah, but it's deserved. You've worked so hard. Oh, that's so, so long. Thank and you. I believe me when I say this is just the beginning. And because we oh, are Ryan. here to talk about it, you know. I, I would love to have you back any day, but if it's okay, let, let's oh. jump into Julia because that's what we're here to talk yeah. about. So how did this come your way? Uh, I, I auditioned, you know, wow. in, upstairs in my house. I went on tape and sent it off to America like I've done hundreds of times before. And Was this uh, then, the audition? Was this after the pandemic started? No, before. We were wow. supposed to. We were in, well, yeah, we were in Boston ready to uh, we were two days away from starting photography on the pilot when we were shut down and i was sent back to the uk so this was the end of, so it was the end it was december november, november well november 2019 november december i would have auditioned got it and then very but it all happened very quickly like sometimes it does i yeah. i you know i went on tape and then the next day i got a call just saying oh they want to you know have a chat on the um zoom or skype or what we know so we had a, had a chat with daniel as a creator and um, charles the director yeah. and then they used my tape for the screen test and and then i was all happened really quickly and the next week i got the job it was like wow. really fast yeah and so then um, march 2020 you were ready to go in boston yeah and then yes it, yes wow that's right and then it shut down and Yes, I was there. I arrived on Wednesday and I was, what, Thursday? I was to have, you know, camera tests and costume fittings. And then Friday, lunchtime, see ya. I flew back to London that night. Crazy. That's For all of us, wasn't it? I mean, it was just crazy. And, and where were you? What were you? Where were you? I was here in, in, in New York, not working at the time. So it was like, uh, well, I mean, I had my survival job, but not acting work. And, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was terrifying being here in New York yeah. because like you know, I feel like New York and LA in particular, I'm not saying the rest of the country and obviously the world as well, but it, you could just feel it in the air, you know. I mean, I I, I don't want to get too graphic, but you know, there was a period where there was uh from, from where I live, there were there were body trucks, you know, because they just couldn't handle and it was just like I had never experienced, it was like everything those movies, you know, depict, but you think you're never going to see suddenly, you know, cause like for so long, we didn't know what it was and what it meant. And like, you know, people were walking with space masks and, you know, like kitchen sink gloves. And it was just so scary. How about for you? Terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. I, I mean, did you go to Ireland uh, or back to the UK? Uh, no, I live in, I live in the UK. So I okay. was in London. Um, and I, it was interesting just that having to leave America because, you know, 
a pandemic. I felt like I was in a movie, like flying back, yeah. desperate to get home. I just had in my head, I heard someone said, you know, there was all this stuff about, they're going to close the borders. Totally. They're going to do whatever. And I was just, it was so terrifying. Yeah. So I, I got back and I was just like, right, let's batten down the hatches. And, you know, I think I was, you know, I, well, I was one of the lucky ones because I have a garden. So I felt, you know. That oh, you, you had really, a place to breathe. Yeah, I could go outside. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that's something I was really aware of the whole time that, you know, we, we, had, a, we had a garden and to really count our blessings. And we did yeah. because so many people didn't, particularly watching New York. I mean, I, you know, my God, so was, terrifying. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm still recovering kind of mentally from, you know, because I, 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 I understand I, that. I, I believe me, I'm not trying to compare myself to people that actually have to spend prison time. But you spend so much time in a room that, you know, you got a TV, which but you start to lose your mind after a while. You know, it's not of course. it's not normal to spend that much time alone and, and to no. be, you know, I mean, as great as it is interacting on Zoom, you know, that's why I want next time I want to do in person because yeah, we, we need to be around people. And it was yeah. just like, yeah, I, I think there's been a lot of, you know, mental health consequences on the world because of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think we'll see even more, you know, yeah. it's, no, it's a terrible, terrible thing. But in order to keep it upbeat. So talk to me when you got right. home, was there, was there, you know, did the producers and, and the showrunner hit you guys up being like, we're going to go at some point again, or was there a question mark about whether it was ever going to happen? Oh, there was for, for me, but I was like, yeah. are we, are we ever going to, are any of us going to work ever again? You know yeah, what I mean? How totally. can we live in a, live in a world where there's no cure for this thing? And our we job have to is be to in be close contact. Yeah. Close contact. Yeah. You know, I was, so I, I was like, I don't know. So I, I just sort of, let's all, let's all just survive it. If we can, those of us, thankfully who did, um, even though so many didn't, just, just terrifying. Um, um, but, uh, we, I suppose I heard by the summer, so that was March. So maybe by June, July, I was hearing that, that I was, cause I was, cause I was also shooting Fantastic Beasts at, at the time. Yeah. And they both, they both shut down. Dan and had, that, was doing my show at that time. Uh, Dan's a fr- good guy. Oh yeah. yeah he's a yeah, really nice man. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, um, uh, yeah, so then I, I was hearing, oh, it, you know, it looks like, you know, the Fantastic Beast is going to go. And then Julia, the pilot's going to go. And, oh, and that messed up the dates. Really? Uh, no, no. It was like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, no, what I meant was I was, I was um, going, really? We're going back to work? <laughs> yeah. Is it's- safe? Are you sure? Um, but then it, yeah, we, we know. We did. And we were very, I just felt very lucky, lucky to be working. And we were very, very strict COVID protocols, of course, particularly because it was before the vaccine. Yeah. Um, but we did it. And, um, and then the pilot was, was, you know, was what it was. And we'd all just, you know, we went for a couple of sort of, we definitely went for one group walk, you know, outside separately with masks on yeah. one time. Um, but it was like everybody, you know, we just, we just wanted to, to be able to, uh, if we were lucky enough to be able to work, we wanted to actually get it done. Yeah. So everybody was very careful and stayed away from other people. But luckily we had obviously contact when we were 
So Ju- Julia was a, a pilot, but it wasn't a series order right away. That's right. Yes, it wow. was a pilot. So we shot. Yeah, we shot the pilot in. Then we ended up shooting it in September, 2020, and then we heard just around the new year of that year that it was going to series. And then we went this time. This time last year we started actually in, in May. I flew in the middle of May wow. um, to start the series. Yeah. So there, there, yeah. between like when it was supposed to start, when the pilot got shot. I mean, this thing went on for some time. Yes. Yes. I mean, We've all been part of it for quite a while. Yeah. Did, yeah. What did What did that feel like? As in, as you know, to just be like, it, it comes, it goes, it comes, it goes. Was it hard for you to? you know, kind of like stay focused on it because you had other work and concern or, you know, was it something that you just, you know, talk to me about Judith because you're so great in that role and, you know, it's such a fun oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. I love your work in it. And, you oh, know, thank you. T- talk to me about that experience. Well, um, I looked her up when I got the pilot and I was like, why do I not know about this woman? Yeah. This woman is extraordinary. And Luckily, there are um, videos of her uh, being interviewed on YouTube. So I had those before the audition. She's and no longer with us, right? She, no, she, yes, yeah. that's right. I think, yeah. I think maybe 2017 she passed away. Wow. Okay. Um, and, uh, but I had, unusually for this meeting, I had, I, I, had, I had the audition. I didn't need to. They didn't need it for a week, which is unusual because, you know, nowadays – like 10 pages by this evening, if you don't mind, kind of thing. Um, so I had time to sort of work on her and I really enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed work, working on that. So I, I I actually, getting preparing for the initial pilot when we thought it was going ahead, it was wonderful because I had all of this great, she's, she's written a memoir, she's got all of these wonderful um, things on YouTube and you had tons of resource material. I, yes, yeah. which was which was which was great because especially if you're able to see her having conversations because it's quite hard. You can you can read about someone in a book, can't you? But actually, you really want to see what they're like to yeah. you, you really get their essence when you when you when you see them in conversation and you little things like how she listens to people. She's a great listener and you know just little tiny, tiny little things like that that sort of round out a character to make them a, a, as real a person as you no, can. No, the, the attention um, to detail shows in the work. You're, I, I loved oh, her. Oh, uh, Anytime she came on, it was just elevated the scene so much, you know. Was, oh, was that, thank you, Ryan. What, you know, uh, I mean, not to go back dark, but briefly, there's so much dark content these days. It, it was refreshing yeah. to see something just so genuine and sincere and, and, uh, and relatively upbeat, you know. It was... Did, was that fun in oh yeah all the dark times that we were in to shoot something yeah. that that wasn't so dark absolutely um but even even before the the pandemic when i read it i was like this is wonderful i mean yeah. this is this is this is something i can sit down with all members of my family yeah. and watch you know this is something that's 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 warm it's funny it's interesting it's really well written i i knew from the pilot, you could, I mean, it was exactly what it was. And and then once the pandemic hit and, you know, we all have been going through this time and it was, it was even more wanted and needed. I, I yeah. felt, you know, I don't need, it might be a bit too strong a word, but it's no, I, I think the world needs this show. And that's why please everyone watch Julia <laughs> because it, it, it just warms your heart and it's, you uh, know, 
we need no, more I things agree. like that. Yeah, you know. I agree. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love I love play, playing Judith Jones, this extraordinary woman. I love the scenes I have with people I work with. But to watch the show, I love watching the show. I like because I like watching the people I've been working with and wow. all the people behind the scenes and you know, see how it's put together. And I just think it's I think it's really lovely. And I think it's it, 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 it makes people happy. <laughs> sounds your, your like a weird thing to say. But the people I'm talking to, oh, thank you. But the people I'm talking to, when they watch Sarah and David together, when I watch Sarah and David together, yeah. it just sort of warms my soul and makes me smile. And <laughs> yeah. um, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a lovely show. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, what can I say? It's a you... real joy. I don't know if you can reveal anything. Is there going to be a season two? Yes. It's announced. Yes. Amazing. I did not yes, know. Thank God. Yeah. Oh man. Is that, is that going to be soon for you? Yeah. We start wow. soon. Yeah. No, I'm it, really excited. Yeah. I'm so well, I, that kind of took away from my next question, but okay. you know, what, what is next for you else wise? Well, season two. Yeah. yeah. But any, you know, that'll take up, Sorry, finish. Sorry, go on. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Finish what you were saying. That's okay. Uh, that'll that'll take up a good six months. Yeah, so that will be soon. So that will be. Oh. Wow. And then apart from that, you know, there's scripts and and stuff. But for the actual, the one that's this is the next thing I'm doing. Yeah, season two, and I can't wait. Uh, since the pandemic has started, have you had a chance to return to the stage yet? No. No, I haven't. I'd like to, though. Yeah. But I haven't. But I have been able to see some, which has been wonderful to go back to the theater. What about you? I, God, you've got the, such amazing things we, happening in New York. We do. You know, was, there was a rut because in January they decided to close a lot of shows to hopefully reopen. So it's oh. been mainly musicals dominating until relatively recently where straight plays have returned. And to Great. be honest, I, I'm, I'm more of a, a play guy than I am a musical, you know? So there's a lot I want to see. Martin McDonough's Hangman, yeah. you know, is, is yeah, here now. Never and, seen it. Yeah, yeah, either. So, yeah. But uh, Great. final few questions for you, you know, um, it is a wild time and, you know, you, you touched on it. You had a garden and things like that, but, you know, how, as an artist, as, as you know, human, how were you able to stay positive during all of the turmoil of the last few years? And I mean, every day on the news, there's something, you know, like, because it, it's really hard and it, particularly for the artists listening that haven't made it yet, you know, it's, yeah. it can feel crippling. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It is crippling. Um, I suppose the only thing, as I say, I was, I was in a very lucky situation. I, I had work that thankfully happened because a lot of people's work just fell away. Yeah. I had a garden, which is very lucky, so I could go outside. But apart from that, I suppose something I, I made sure I did was to uh, reach out to people, not just to talk about how I was feeling, but to just find out how they were and... And that I sort of, I don't know, I suppose, I suppose some, you know, sometimes in our business, we're, we have a lot of um, moving for work or traveling or, or this or that. And 
I suppose it's it's made um, that that time of of isolation for people I found helpful. Apart from those ones, obviously, which were incredibly helpful, having work in a garden is to um, have regular conversations with yeah. certain people, like weekly ones that you don't miss. Like that, the sort of I, I walked, I went walked with a friend once a week religiously. Yeah. on a Tuesday, I don't know why, or whenever it was that we could for an hour. And it's so healthy, you know, just sort of, I mean, I don't have the answers. Obviously I can only say what, what I found helpful and I've kept them. Those have continued to keep up. It's so if it's not a walk, it's a phone call or if it's, you know, something it's about, I don't know. I just think the only way to sort of get through these things sometimes is, is to, to lean on each other really yeah. when it yeah. comes down to it, probably. Thank it's, you for that's all we have. Yeah, you know? no, it, it, the capacity for humans to be there for each other is the thing that I think we need the most. And thank yeah. you for sharing that. And final question, you know, for yeah. all the listeners that, you know, are the young Fiona in a country that maybe has, you know, some theater, but doesn't, isn't London, isn't New York city, isn't Los Angeles, you know, and, they have dreams and they yeah. plan to move to one of those cities and do the same thing with the backpack and, you know, <laughs> yeah. feel really overwhelmed by, by just getting into the business in any words mm -hmm. of wisdom you have. I know that's a really deep question and I'm sorry, but that's, no, that I ask, I ask every guest. Um, I would say that it's okay that it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Yeah. But to, um, to uh you know to 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 tr to to, be, to try and get some sort of emotional roots in those areas like you know friendships that are good for you or to to try and remember that even though you've moved to another country for your job that your job isn't everything it isn't all you are yeah and um, because it's very easy I think for us to sort of, because it's so wrapped up this job and our self-esteem and all of those things, it's quite hard to separate yourself from it. And I would say that if, if, if you could try and remember that it is the job you do, it's not who you are. And of course it's very important to you, but you are a person as well as that. And you deserve fun times and you deserve to take care of yourself and that rejection is part of the business and it is that doesn't mean that's not to say that it's 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 easy at all or you should just be fine with it no you should just be whatever way you want to be with it but just to understand that it happens constantly all the time throughout your career of course it's easier when you're actually working and making money yeah. when rejection happens but that but that's but that that's a that's just a, that's just a part of it and it's tr try and not take it too personally it, that would be thank you for that advice that was incredible that and i it, it, i think that will help people so much i needed to hear so. it myself because oh. i just got rejected from a few things so you know Listen, trying, yeah you know how you feel like yeah. that's a, it's it's yeah. sort of I don't know what to say about it is it's just it's 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 part of the job isn't it yeah. and i don't know if that makes it any easier but I, I remember, um, oh God, years ago doing some job and these actors who were working in London, they're the 
really fabulous people busy all the time going on about oh I didn't get that job and I was like what really but it's just it did help me because I went you know what this is the people at the highest level are hearing no too you know everybody's hearing no exactly and that it's it's not personal it's okay you know keep going and um take care of yourself that's what I would say I can't think of a better note to end on. Fiona Glasscott, thank you for oh. being here. You're incredible. Brian, thanks for having me. I, I, I'm so impressed by you and your work and, and getting to know you now that nothing but amazing things are coming. And I'm so excited That's for you. Nice. And uh, one day we got to do a play together in one of these countries. And yes. uh, I am Let's just do it. so proud of you. And, and please come back Aww. for the next project. Love to. Thanks, yeah. Brian. I'd love to. In person. Yes, in person. Yes. So much love, okay? Thank you for doing this. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.